0: Good evening and welcome to the obelisk. Tonight's guest is Micah Dank. Welcome welcoming him back once again. I think it's what, your third time on the show? Micah?
1: I guess. Uh, it's been a while.
0: Yeah, it's been about a while. I think year.
2: it's Micah's third time. I do too. With a new presentation each time. Yes. Yeah, I think we did
0: your your original and then we did Book of Enoch and tonight is Now uh,
2: What is God? What
0: is God?
2: So I'd love to hear.
0: Anyway, how have you been, sir?
1: I've been great. How are you?
0: Excellent. How's your uh, how are your book sales
1: going? Your new book? They're going. Yeah. They're going. I started a YouTube. I know. And, uh, I'm yeah, I started a YouTube. It's called Micah Danks Truth Bombs. And uh, I just started a TikTok tonight. I might regret that, but.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> can the can the audience hear us, Jer? Uh, so. Better do a check. hello out there. I, 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 it's so amateurish to ask. Oh whatever. That's what we are. <laughs> 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 I don't wanna be. I
3: don't wanna
2: be. Anyway. Okay, are anyway, we good or not? Yeah, everyone's fine. We'll okay,
0: great. So uh Mike is gonna go through his presentation and we'll have a little bit of a chat for however long he can hang around and then that'll be the show, right?
2: Yep. Okay. All right, let's roll it, Micah. Oh. Micah, don't you smoke anymore?
1: I'm in the house
2: tonight. Oh, <laughs> you see you chain-smoking now. You're in the, out on the porch usually, that's right. Yep. <laughs> right. It's like part of the ambience, I love it.
1: I know, I get a lot of people that say it's
2: authentic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you keep it real yep okay
0: dude you are good to go it's on screen everyone can see it everyone can see everyone can see
1: all right so what is god um let's start by defining some characteristics of god so what would the religious people say that god is some characteristics
3: Are
0: you asking us? I was muted. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Divine, omnipotent, all-seeing, things like that.
2: The all-father, all-knowing, self-sentient characteristics. Sentient. Uh, old Sentient. Old
0: man in the sky. I don't know what are you looking Old for. Old man, river,
2: river. <laughs> consciousness, the seat of consciousness. Um, what else? Infinite? A, infinite immortal, the uh the imminence of light.
1: Okay, that's good for now. All right. So we establish that God is
3: infinite.
1: Okay. So with so your what I'm start. Yes. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start. By reading a section from my first book called into the rabbit hole beneath the veil i wrote this 10 years ago when i was 28. it's just a small section of it <clears throat> scientists have determined through completion of the genome project that humans are roughly 99.7 percent identical wise dna two penguins are more genetically different than you and i are whomever finds this i want you to try this experiment write your name down write your two parents names down above yours now you have four grandparents eight great-grandparents, and you go on. Let's go back 35 generations. It roughly takes you back to the year 840 AD. You will have 137 billion people. The number of ancestors list reminds me of the story of the servant summoned by the pharaoh. The pharaoh was pleased with how the servant was doing and wanted to reward him. Serving you is all I desire, the servant insisted. No, I insist you ask for something, anything you desire, the pharaoh said back. This went back and forth until the pharaoh got mad and threatened punishment. After thinking long and hard, the servant, seeing a chessboard in front of him, said, On day one, I want one piece of rice. On the second, I want two. Each day you will double the previous days until this chessboard is complete. I will place a grain on each square representing each day completed. The first day, the pharaoh sent his finest servant and a parade with a golden pouch to deliver the grain. The amount grew exponentially, and halfway through the board, there was no more grain in the land. The Pharaoh summoned the servant back in. Your Highness, all I ever wanted to do was serve you, replied the servant. <clears throat> the servant, although now the wealthiest man in all the land, retained his hubris, It was there that the pharaoh learned not to question humility or assume that giving material gifts as tokens of appreciation were all that mattered. As for the servant, he continued to work for the pharaoh. However, he had taken all the rice and continued to feed all the poor and homeless until the day of his death. The point of both these stories is that it's simple math. In fact, it's how cells divide in your body and mass produce. The reason I stopped at this particular time frame is because roughly how many people it's been calculated that have ever lived on earth. 140 billion people, that is. Even if we take the Bible literally, we still need to get to October 23rd, 4004 BC. We're in a bit of a pickle here. There needs to be a way to bridge the gap. And this is where the pedigree collapse theory comes in. The concept states that there is no other explanation other than a whole lot of incest. Sometimes, like in the case of the Kentucky Blue People, there are no branches on the family tree. Sometimes, like in the banking or royal families, it's to preserve money or special genetics. Based on our DNA, geneticists say that the furthest point one person can be on this planet from another is 50th cousins. All right, so an aborigine in Australia, and like Brad Pitt, are 50th cousins at furthest. Now, also, if your mom was from country X and your dad was from country X as well, there is a 20% chance they share a common ancestor within 10 generations back, only 10. So what does it all mean? Well, in a nutshell, it means far enough back, we are all related and all one, and we should start to act like it. So let's explore a couple different cognitive viewpoints. How about from a creationist then? Well, we all came from Adam and Eve, technically Eve from Adam's rib, and even more technically Adam was made from the mud and the dirt from the world we created. We all have a Genesis at one. How about from an evolutionist then? Okay, let's start with the Big Bang. Let alone the fact that all the material, we all came from an infinitesimally dense singularity and nobody seems to want to explain where that singularity came from. But we'll let that slide. We were all one at one point. How about the idea of source energy then? If our souls are like crumbs off a cookie, the cookie being source, God, whatever you want to call it, then we're all connected multidimensionally. And upon death, it will be a vibrational change of frequency back to it. Let's try one last one aliens placing us here you would still have to account for the first humans and how we all came about you don't just magically have a species poof we're here or do you if so who created the first test group of people secondly what were the first spirit consciousness of dna that evolved this level of higher thinking there's a big difference between what i'm writing and a monkey who's fed up with people taking pictures of him and throwing his shit back at them still though the point is is that at some point Things had to come back to a singularity in the sense of one source and one point. Humans are so quick to think of the end of the world, things ending, but what they can't do is think about the beginning or if there was something from the beginning, before the beginning. So I wrote this 10 years ago. It's in my first book, Into the Rabbit Hole series, okay? It was so close to the ultimate truth, but I couldn't see it at the time. What I'm going to share with you guys is what people like Alan Watts figured out. This is what all the yogis know this is what all the buddhists know this is what buddha found out under the fig tree i'm going to share it with you okay so first we need to define god and you guys did that for me before we agreed that god's infinite so the sun tells the hour of the day the moon tells the day of the month and the zodiac tells the month of the year this goes into my astro theology work a little bit okay so Aside from the fact that DNA is a computer blueprint for life and that we have a perfect calendar in the heavens, in the middle of nowhere in the Milky Way galaxy, there is a perfect calendar for us to figure out. These are fingerprints of God. So now we've defined God as existing. So that's a start. But where is God? Well, it must be beyond space and time, beyond the 11 dimensions of string theory. Ask any religious person to define God and they will tell you that God is infinite. You guys agree with me. And here is the big reveal. God is infinite. So how can something exist outside of infinity? It can't. The biggest lie we've been taught is that we are separate from God, that we should fear it, that we are literally separate from it. We are a part of it. Many of you have children. They are literally half your DNA, so they are a part of you. But you experience them subjectively outside your body. So is with God with us. A piece of God comes down in what we call consciousness into a body body and we feel separate from it we are all god experiencing itself subjectively if you are infinite and you are literally everything because nothing exists outside of infinity not space nor time what do you do if you're any if you're everything what what are you going to read a book what are you going to have a conversation you're going to learn something new no you're everything okay you're infinite you're everything okay the only answer okay to why existence exists in our dimension and how we are okay the only way that the infinite can do anything of meaning is to trick itself into thinking you're not god and experience yourself subjectively we are a species with amnesia living in a simulation einstein said about god that he believes in the god of spinoza baruch spinoza was a thinker who said that god doesn't want you huddled in churches and temples in the cold praying as loud as you can with others praying the loudest. In the Bible, Jesus says that those that give for publicity or pray the loudest, they have their reward. And what that means when he says they have their reward, it means that the people that pray the loudest or or give publicly for charity, the adulation and the attention they get from that is what feeds them. Okay, It's not done in the right way. If you pray, pray by yourself. Spinoza's God wants you to go to the mountains and the lake and enjoy what I am. Remember, God calls himself I am in the Bible, created for you and worship that way. The biggest lie we've ever been collectively taught is that we need to fear and worship. Also, Descartes had it backwards where he says, I think, therefore, I am. Okay, I am is God. I am is everything. I am. I exist. That's what it is. Okay, So it's not I think, therefore, I am. It's I am, therefore, I think. Descartes had it backwards. When we are a baby, we are in our mother's womb. The mother being the supreme being is aware of the baby. However, the baby is not aware of the mother from its vantage point, as is us with God. We are each a piece of God, unaware of the whole, because we're stuck in the middle of it. You guys know Alan Watts, right? Jesus Love Christ Alan Watts. Watts. You- Jesus Christ knew, well, Alan Watts gets it, Jesus Christ knew he was God. So wake up and find out who eventually you really are. In our culture, of course, they'll say you're crazy and you're blasphemous, and they'll either put you in jail or in nut nuthouse, which is pretty much the same thing. However, if you wake up in India and you tell your friends and relations, my goodness, i just discovered that I'm God. They'll laugh and say, oh, congratulations. At last you found out. This is Nargis Alegria. She's another thinker, okay? I'm actually going to have her on. I'm going to interview her in a few weeks. She says, to become absolute, you have to accept that you are God, that there is only God. You have to admit that others are God's too. But if your love does not stretch that far and you are blinded by your shadow, don't complain that liberation did not happen yet. Why should freedom reveal itself to someone who refuses to embody love? When you are ready to perceive God in everything, you have opened a gate. A gate that opens the possibility of being eaten raw by the absolute. P.S. Everything you hate is God. And this is where people are going to have issues with. Because there is only God. Anything you think should not be happening is still God. Because there is only God. Realize there only being God and it will prevail. First in your experience, then in your collective. They try and tell you this in the Bible, but you're not reading it the right way. Isaiah 45, 7. God says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all all these things. There is no good without the bad. Everything is a duality. Everything has its opposite, okay? Everything has its balance. Everything in existence is a part of God. The good, the bad, all of it. Religious people can't admit they are God. Only Jesus and God are God. But then you ask them, how can something exist outside the infinite? So string theory used to be the most cutting-edge quantum physics 20 years ago, and it talks of 11 dimensions to make it work. Now, right now, the most cutting-edge quantum physics states that the universe is conscious. Well, welcome to the party. Incidentally, Hermes talks about string theory 6,000 years ago. His third hermetic principle is the principle of vibration. Nothing rests, everything vibrates. That's string theory right now, 6,000 years late. You are God experiencing itself subjectively through amnesia the book of thomas saying 77 split a piece of wood and i'm there raise up a stone and you will find me god is everything the wood the stone and this now makes sense also in the quran 532 that is why we decreed for the children of israel that whoever kills a soul without it being guilty of manslaughter or corruption on the earth is as though he has killed all mankind and whoever saves a life is as though he has saved all mankind because we are all one we are all god and this makes sense now too the book of Matthew, twenty five forty. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. We are all one. This makes sense now. We are all God. Therefore, we are infinite and eternal. When you realize you are eternal and you are God, when this sets in, just as the enlightened have realized in the past, you get filled with love. The reason the Bible, the reason that the artists, the Da Vinci, Michelangelo... They all encode this stuff. The Bible is encoded. The reason all this stuff is encoded is because if you shared this information publicly, you'd be killed. Okay, we live in a time and age right now where, at least in certain parts of the world, you're allowed to talk about this stuff now. Okay, the thing is, is that when you realize this, you get filled with love, you no longer fear death, and you're driven to love one another, but not because of fear and punishment, like the religious The biggest mystery of life is sitting in front of you in plain sight, in your five senses, every single day. The religious texts allude to it, but they never come out and say it because they were never allowed to come out and say it. Okay. They talk about tossing pearls to the swine. Okay. Where basically you share this groundbreaking information and not every, it's not for everybody. Okay. You also have to realize that when you come to this realization and you really let it take control, the feeling you get is the exact same feeling that religious people get when they become saved, the exact same feeling, only they are ruled by fear. This is why it is so hard for them to let go of their holy books as literal text, which brings me to my next point. The Bible is made up of seven, well, 10 holy sciences. Okay. Metaphysical astrological. I've been studying astro theology for 10 years. I've been teaching it for about two and a half. Um, anatomical alchemical spiritual esoteric and mythology it's also an etymology numerology and gematria book there's 10 holy sciences in this each one of these sciences requires you to study as long as i've been studying astrology at least to be able to make a dent into it this bible is so encoded that it takes it's more than you can learn in a lifetime and it's meant to humble you okay we are all God interacting with itself. We are eternal and infinite and powerful. We use DMT and hallucinogenics to see to see other realms and connect with God. We meditate to lose the voice in our head so that we could be one with the all. This is the secret of life. And you ready for this? The meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. And that's my very short presentation.
0: Extremely short. <clears throat> No, it's interesting stuff. Um, one could argue that uh, God is the universe, then. Or or even, you know,
1: all of reality. Well, if you argue that God is the universe, you're placing it within creation.
0: Yeah. Um, so I've heard the same... Okay, I, I accept that. Um, I've heard the same sort of... Uh, Theory said about consciousness: that consciousness is is the all, and that we are uh, individuated portions of that to experience itself. So the same could be said of conscious, you know, of, of a uh, a global, not global, but universal consciousness, a single consciousness that exists.
1: Well, yeah, there's the the, the total amount of consciousness that exists is one. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that we're just individually I'm
1: experiencing yeah. the everything just like you are. We're just in different vessels.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And- but
1: your self-awareness is no different than my self-awareness. The only difference is you have the five senses. Sometimes people are colorblind. Some people are deaf. Some people yes. are blind. Yes. You know, there's filters. Yes. We only have 1% of the uh, audio and visual spectrum. There's a lot going on that we don't see and it's filtered out. Okay. Children and cats especially can see these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time you talk about children that are like two, three years old that are looking up to the sky and they're like, oh, grandma's here. You know, this is before their pineal gland completely gets destroyed mm-hmm. by literally everything that they put into the food, into the medicine, into the toothpaste, into everything. Yes. Uh, and cats were revered in Egypt because they could see the afterlife. So,
0: do <clears throat> you ever you ever heard of Andrew Bartz's who? Andrew Bartzes. No. You should check him out. <laughs> he's a pretty interesting dude. I don't know. Lately is kind of weird, but he's uh, allegedly uh, Akashic Record reader person. Like, he can access anyone's Akashic Record.
3: I don't
1: know how I feel about that.
2: Uh, you, Micah, you he, took the words right out of my claims, mouth. I'm not sure how you know, I feel the about only one. Him. The only
1: one that I would even... <laughs> begin to build a case that that is possible would be Edgar Casey.
0: Okay, I'm not saying it it is or what it is. I'm just saying that's how he came to fame by those claims. My my point was going towards this that uh, he has claimed that cats are unentangled um, observers of this reality, which I thought was a real I interesting. Interesting concept, yeah. The galactic. Historian. I do like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: that. So, Micah, so this is obviously. Well, I don't want to say obviously. That that would be rude. But is this based for? Is this for Abrahamic gods? I mean, what? How does the rest of the world that has a different set of mythos fold into this?
1: Right. Well. At the basis of everything, it's all astro-theological. At the basis of everything. Um, I'm not just saying that because it's my work, I'm saying it because I've traced it back to the Epic of Gilgamesh, the Enuma Elish,
3: yes. the Code of
1: Hammurabi, which is where we get all our laws from, the Book of the Dead, the Quran, all the Gnostic texts, the Apocrypha, the Colburn Bible, the Book of Mormon. I could go on. The Book of Enoch. I mean, I can literally go on. They all What have about the code. Vedas? See, I'm not in I I don't really work with Eastern philosophy, which I think if I do at some point open it up, but I just I still have too much to do with the Western stuff.
2: Well, that's kind of the basis of my question is that there are there's this whole other half of the world that has a different mythos and it's it's quite different. And so I was just wondering how that would fold in. So that's I
1: would have to to get back to you at a certain point when I when I start to go into that. It is on my to-do list. I
2: actually can't wait for that to see how you synthesize everything together when you start digging into all of that goodness.
1: Right. Okay.
2: That's only that's just my asking. So I mean, I I really enjoyed this. And I enjoy, I mean, you've definitely through your last two presentations and this brought up a lot of really solid points and i like following your train of thought here and i definitely like where you're going
1: thank you i appreciate that yeah, i do too um it <laughs> i don't tell people you know when you're in the business of I don't want to say disproving but when you're in the business of um presenting new arguments about what the bible is or ones that are not very often heard by many people there's not a lot of astro theologists out there um people tend to have visceral reactions to it one way or another um and i'm just trying to just share what i found that's pretty much it and what I tell people when I teach them this is I'm trying to liberate you from the fear that has been instilled in you. Okay. Because I mean, it does make sense. Anytime someone says anything religious wise or, in, or, or, or to the effect or people who believe in God, you have to believe God is infinite because if you don't believe God is infinite, then that means God is within creation and creation cannot beget god it's the other way around so it has to be outside the ten the 11 dimensions it has to be outside of creation outside of space outside of time outside of everything which is everything so you are part of everything
2: what about that and i've only just i've only just encountered this in the last few months so i can't speak intelligently on it and i was actually Kind of shocked by it. I had no idea it existed because I never followed the Talmud. Talmud, uh, sure. the 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 basis that the they 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 came from outside into the sphere. So they were outside of all that is, and I'm still not sure who the they is there. Though, by the way, I'm really so the really Elo- sketchy. The
0: Elohim, it. of course.
2: Is it so? It's the L with the well, Talmud.
1: The Elo- so the elohim so el is the ancient word for god God.
2: yes i knew
1: that and ohim is like it's like a plural suffix how do i describe it it's like adding an apostrophe s to it yeah okay it pluralizes it okay so it's the pluralized some people can argue they're the planets some people can argue that they're the gods the little gods little god little g little g gods mm-hmm. right that yeah created us you hear about the stories about the anunnaki right and you read that in like mean like melchizedek's book uh the flower of life and you you hear about this how they had us created and and i mean hey there's a lot to unpack there but that's that's not really how i focus on 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 the texts in the bible
2: but so so what is this mythos i hear And and when i've i've not heard anything good in english so i just have to get trans hebrew translations of this and then pass it by a couple of my friends that are born and raised in israel and right. um and they're both i guess this is a, a lot of people in israel are atheists by the way I don't know what that means, (laughs) but anyway. Yes, that's um, true.
1: That is true. uh,
2: Yeah, I've heard my my person, the friends I have are atheists, but they still seem very which um, is
1: which is basically God denying itself. But that's still an experience for God. Remember, if you're everything. Nothing can exist outside of you. You can't experience anything new. The only way you can is if you send a piece down yourself, forget who you are relearn everything that you've created, which is what happens from infancy until you're an adult. And then
2: some people stop at some point. Well, can can you address this for me? Because I keep having trouble. What is this narrative? It sounds very ET to me coming from, are you having a smoke break? Yeah. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the Micah, I know. But, um Anyway, so what what is this? Are they saying? And I don't know who the they is there, by the way, because I've only heard the rabbis talking about it, but I don't know who they're talking about. But you got to understand
1: is that the Bible is not uh it, it's not a literal book.
2: Right. I, a- I, I get I pull up to you there. I hear you. Right,
1: right. No, but what I meant, too, is, is it's it's also not original. They draw so many stories from uh from the egyptians from the sumerians
2: yeah 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 i i get this and i and the apocryphal stuff and all that but i want to know more about this talamud stuff where the the origin story there because i want to know it sounds fascinating they're coming from somewhere else And they came here and they have a journey here and there's a journey here. But where did they come from? And are they alien? What is the story there, Micah? What is going on with that? It sounds very E.T. I don't have the answer
1: to that. I don't have the answer to that. But what I could tell you is this. I could tell you that the Anunnaki, which you're familiar with, right? Yes. So the Anunnaki supposedly came from the planet Nibiru, right?
2: That's what they tell us.
1: Allegedly. Right. Okay. Do you know what Nibiru means in Sumerian? I did at one point. It's like the
0: hell planet or something like that.
1: No, not at all. It literally means to cross over. That's oh. what Nibiru means. <clears throat> then I don't remember. Yeah, it's another realm. No. It's another realm that they came from.
0: But wouldn't other realms also be within the infinite? Yes, it would. Yeah.
1: That's why I said little G-gods. Mm.
0: So technologically so is- advanced interdimensional beings.
1: You can look at it as uh, us in the future. You also have to remember, if you're coming from a higher dimension, even if it's from a higher dimension, time doesn't work the same way as it works here. Right. Okay. Time only works. So to I- properly understand what's happening here, I'm just, I'm speaking to your audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know you guys know this, the way time works is that it only moves forward. Here, dimensions you can actually go back in time, okay? Because it's fluid, okay. So when you're talking about having your next life, it doesn't mean it's going to be in five hundred years. It could be five hundred years ago, okay? We're all experiencing the same thing. What you experience is Jerry, right? What you experience is Jerry or Nish. What you experience is yourself. There's no way to tell that you literally don't feel the exact same way, thinking the exact same way in a completely different person in a completely different time. Okay. There is no reason that what, remember consciousness, there's only one consciousness. Okay. We are all a piece of it. We're all a part of it. Okay. So this uniqueness that you feel that is you is not actually unique. Okay. It could very well be in a completely different vessel. Or in a different alternative reality that's what some people say deja vu means deja vu in french is already seen or already experienced
3: okay yes. those could
1: be merging timelines
2: so so in my i know you don't know this question but it's just where i'm at so say there is So right now we're talking about one half of the mythos of what people here in this realm believe. And within that, the all father, the infinite God, everything's within that. But if there's new data that suggests that this is not true, like this is that the all father, the infinite, that there is more infinite like fractals or Mandelbrot's, Right. Well, yeah. Neil
1: deGrasse Tyson will sit there and tell you that there's a.
2: I can't handle Mathematics.
1: Him. <laughs> no, I don't like him either. But he will say <laughs> in mathematics that there are some infinities are greater than others. He will say know, that.
2: Well, he will say that, and I don't listen. I don't like him. I mean, he's totally a show. So what? So okay, what about primes? If we're we're looking at Neil deGrasse Tyson, deGrasse Tyson's. Uh, comments and all that. So, what about the idea of primes when we're looking at uh, infinity?
1: Well, there's an infinite number of primes that will never stop. In fact, uh, that will never stop. Literally... No, it'll never stop. In fact, you can literally uh, um, buy a book, it's about this thick every time they come out with a, a new prime number and it lists the number. You can literally buy them when they discover them. They're running supercomputers to find them because it's so high up in the numbers. It's, it's absurd right now.
2: But this is, this is one of, that's kind of the point I'm making is that as more come up, it changes the whole thing. So the infinite becomes bigger. So then that goes back into kind of the Einsteinian stuff where the expanding universe, right?
1: Right, so they say, yeah.
2: Well, again, so they say, but I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around some of so, this.
1: <clears throat> we are finite creatures on Earth. <clears throat> we cannot grasp infinite. We cannot grasp the infinite.
2: I will. All I we can have say to...
1: is that it's everything.
2: Yeah, no, I understand that, but until I definitely think we actually can't holistically, while we're enshrined in these wonderful starships we call our bodies perhaps grasp it through our mind tool however i do think that there is some sort of point where we can do some sort of uh and i it may be outside of this it may be in between what what we would call lives or wipes or i, I don't know in between wipes Wipe. that sounds very toilet uh, um and <laughs> but I do think that it feels the infinite in context to all this feels somehow limited. And I don't know how to explain that. And it's not your work here. It's in, it's not your work at all. It's the greater ideas of all this that I've also pondered. There's something that seems like I want more. I feel like this is not something in me says this isn't the full story here.
1: Right. Well, people have that. You ever hear people being born as old souls? Yes. People people, incarnate differently. You know what this is right here? I, I have a beard, so you're not going to see it, but you know that little dimple right here?
2: Yeah. Do you know where the story uh, comes from? No, but I'm interested. How we
1: got that? When we're created. Okay? When we're created in heaven. Or when we're created by our creator, okay, and we come down, okay, we have all our memories of everything, we understand everything because we're a part of God, okay. Then God presses right here and we forget everything. That's the story that's given.
2: Oh, interesting. Uh, Where's that story from?
1: I'd have to look it up. I've heard this. Jerry, do you know it?
2: I don't. I like it though. It's very, it's very, um,
1: yeah, it's,
2: it's it's the kind
1: of uh it's the kind of child story that you would, you would tell a child. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's very, that's what I was thinking homespun like folk wisdom that I like It's it's, uh, engages it's engaging to me as an adult and definitely as one who likes, uh, artifice as a side project dolls and things like that. It, um, Right. So this is interesting. is very interesting. How long did it take you to put this together?
1: Which one the 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 presentation?
2: This last. Well, this, this last bit. This yeah. last
1: presentation. Yeah. I only came to this realization on August fifteenth this year. Oh, and holy! And I put it together. About, I put it together about a week later.
2: Holy cannoli! Oh. Did so when you get your inspirations, Jerry? What do you got? I remembered what I was going to ask. I'm going to write Bring it down it so I don't forget. Okay. So when you get your inspirations, uh, uh, when, when you get an epiphany, when stuff comes upon right. you, how does that happen? Do you, is it because you've done all this research and you're synthesizing or do you well, get a, downloads?
1: So, yeah, I do. I do. Well, there, there's a couple things. I tell my YouTube followers um, a few things. Um, if you want to connect to a higher vibration, there's things you have to give up. OK, um, you have to give up alcohol entirely. OK, now I'm not telling anyone not to drink. OK, I'm telling you is, is that if you want to reach a higher plane of thought or you want to have downloads, you have to give up alcohol. You have to give up masturbation. OK, because that keeps your chrism low. OK, when you don't do that, your chrism rises through your spinal cord. OK, it goes up through your cerebral spinal fluids and it lands. OK, at the base of your brain. In Golgotha, the place of the skulls, where the two hemispheres meet, in your pineal gland, and that's your resurrection. Okay, the Bible tells talks about this. Um, Sounds tell a lot people, like uh,
0: the kundalini rising.
1: It is. Yeah. It is the kundalini. The kundalini is um, is the staff with the two snakes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember in the Bible how, Moses, how they, um, Moses is leading everyone in the desert?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, they're like rebelling against him. They're like, why did you bring us here? We don't want to be here, this, that, and the other thing. They're fighting him and snakes come out of the ground and they all bite him oh, what? they all bite the Israelites yeah and some of them die and some of them are down there and they're they're in a lot of pain they're dying and they say Moses please talk to God see if you could serve us see if he could fix us so he prays to God and God actually answers him and you know what he says he says take a staff wrap a snake around it or a serpent wrap a serpent around it Then go out and show them. Anyone that looks upon it will live. Well, the staff with the serpent is in Greek, the rod of Asclepius. It's the Kundalini. It's also known as, in medicine, the caduceus. Okay, that's what it is. And the other thing I tell people to do is um, buy candles. They don't have to be scented. To be honest with you, it's probably better if they're not scented. But if you're not into meditation, okay, then just light a candle and just stare at the flame for 30 minutes a day. Okay, It'll clean your pineal gland out. Okay. And I get these. To answer your question, um, I can only think in the terms that I've studied and understood. Okay. I'm not a chemist. Therefore, I can't think in terms of chemistry and moles and molecules and things of that nature. Okay. I can't. Okay. I can only think in the terms that I've been educated or educated myself thus far. Okay. So that is the realm that I work with. That's why it is so important for people to read. Okay, because it expands your knowledge, it expands your brain. Now the schooling system is for shit. Yeah. Okay, the schooling system is awful. Okay, because it's somebody else. Okay, so many people hate reading, and they're
2: not even teaching it in major in a lot of schools now. Do you know that? That's a fact.
1: No, but I tell my nieces and nephew that they don't like reading. I'm like, (laughs) listen, do you understand that? Whatever you love most in the world, you can become an expert on it. You can read about what you like. That's what the problem is. They don't teach people what you like. Okay. At first, it was a certain amount of books, and then schools started banning these certain amount of books, and then and it's nonsense. But there are definite answers out there. Okay. Everything has a purpose. The only truth that I've found that is real, okay, aside from I am, therefore, I think, right? We've talked about that before. The only truth I have out there that I know is 100% true, and it's the law of the universe, is karma, okay? You have to pay back your karma when you die, okay? You're not going to be judged in front of a man in a robe with Jesus to the right of him. That's not what happens. You have to pay your karma back, and you have to heal because Earth is a traumatic story. But you have to ask yourself, okay? It's important to ask yourself. And I talk about this in my work. I say, uh, what do I say? I say, we're the only people. And I've done the math on this too. I've gone out about 50,000, 100,000 years, both directions. We're the only people, okay, in the history of civilization who's seen the change of a century, a millennia, and a zodiac sign. That will never happen again. So why did we choose to incarnate now?
0: Because it's an important time
1: to be alive. Because everything is changing. Everything is changing. We're in the age of Aquarius now and we're coming around the bend. What happens is humanity goes through 12 to 15,000 years of um, cyclical cycles where our consciousness rises and then it drops and it rises and it drops. Right now it's on its way up. Okay, because we just left Pisces. Okay, the two fish
0: going to Aquarius, Jesus feeds,
1: right? Jesus feeds the masses with the two mm-hmm. fish, mm-hmm. right? We just left Pisces, um, which was the age of religion, which was the age of keeping everybody down. That's why everything was always embedded. Okay, mm-hmm. these, these holy texts were embedded. That's why, um, for example, the New Testament, 2000 years old, a little bit more. Yeah, it's about two thousand years old. Uh, Embedded, okay. Uh, Art, art throughout the the Renaissance. You know, coming back to it. You know, and then it's always trying to be suppressed, but it's not going to be suppressed anymore. All this stuff is going to come out. Okay, imagine going through your whole life, Mm -hmm. being in fear of God's retribution, only to find out at the end that you're part of God. (laughs) okay
0: yeah. it's it's a psyop yeah. it's yeah. a psyop it's all coming out Yep, yeah. that's um i forgot what i was
2: gonna say no damn it you wrote it down jerry i didn't write that part
0: down <laughs> oh jerry yeah. i am keeping notes no no, no. I, I i had a comment to what you were saying i don't disagree i completely agree with you um uh, i forgot now
2: it's okay no piggy well okay so with that there's um oh man and see, I should—I always right, write.
0: Well, I'll ask my questions on. Going back okay, to your, go, your Chair. second slide, I think you were talking about DMT and other realms. Yeah. Aside from everything we've discussed, what do you think when you take DMT and you quote unquote go to that realm? What it? What is that? Where? Where is that? Is that a a mental state? Is that the higher tr- dimension? It's a higher it's dimension. It's a higher
1: dimension. So Bashar, um, yeah, the channeler talks about it. Um, and the the dimensions there's 11 dimensions in string theory so there's 11 mm-hmm. dimensions right we're in the fourth okay fourth being time mm-hmm. we're in the fourth density okay
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, there's 11 dimensions you go higher in fact there are people who are who are literally plotting this out now first of all if you're ever going to take DMT or mushrooms or acid or bufo or like a toad or whatever you're going to do please please Please, okay. If you're on antidepressants, do not do this, because antidepressants—what they do. If you're looking to have, like, I'm not talking about microdosing mushrooms or taking a ketamine nose spray. That's not what I'm talking. Hero dosing. I'm talking about hero dosing. Yes. Do not take them if you're on antidepressants because the antidepressants are literally built to block these signals out of your brain. Mm. Okay. And you are prone to seizures and other sorts of things. So don't do that. But assuming you're taking DMT, which you do every night. Okay. Um, you just go to higher dimensions. In fact, there are government oper- uh, uh, operations right now where they're literally taking architects. Okay. Mm. Architects. And they're putting them in what's called the DMT drip, okay, which is, I write about this in my fourth book, which is literally, they hook you up to a banana bag, which is basically sodium chloride, it's mm-hmm. just uh, saline, and uh, they slowly drip DMT into it, and they drip it into your vein, which keeps you under at a steady pace, okay? And what these architects are doing are they're, they're building out the DMT realm, because if you ever talk to anybody that's done DMT, you'll hear about the mechanical elves that they're talking about. Mm-hmm and all sorts of things, right? They all see the same shit because it's all there, okay? Um, the veil is being lifted, okay? Like I said, we only have 1% of the visual or the audio spectrum here. But if you do your research into something like dicynian dye, okay, which I don't know if you guys- Yes, have-
2: yeah. I have, I- I have uh, fashioned some glasses from it.
1: Yeah, um, dicynian dye for people who don't know is, uh, it's highly legal. You can't find any information on the web unless you go to like the Brave browser. And even then you have to
2: dig. You can go to Russian um, stuff. If you get a firewall, go into Russian stuff and translate that down. I'm
1: assuming that like Yandex would have it too, probably. Probably. Um, Yeah. But Dysinian dye is basically what it is, is you smear it on glass. So let me back up a little bit. In Vietnam, they first came out with night vision goggles. Now, night vision goggles now are green. Right. Okay. Some of them are actually um, uh, light sensored and glow in the dark now. Like you can actually see Mm. like regular. Okay. But we're talking 40 years ago. Okay. They used to be red and they used to be coated with this stuff. Okay. Way longer than
2: 40 years ago.
1: Well, Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, sorry. Like in Vietnam, is like, like 50-some, 60, yeah, 55
1: yeah, yeah. or something. So in Vietnam, these these goggles, okay, were coated with Dysinian dye, and they were red, okay? Night vision used to be red. And what these people reported that had them on was they used to see demons flying around, and that's what Dysinian dye does. Is it breaks down the illusion, okay? And what happens is you smear it on glass, right? And you could see entities on the other side. The best way to do it is to take um two mirrors or two sliding doors and um face them like this and then smear it on both and you could see them just floating through in the middle okay it's just and dmt just lifts the veil that's all it does
0: okay well that's been my assumption just uh, you know the material science will try and claim that it's you know manifestation of the brain everything's in the brain
1: Right, and, right, because they don't want you to know how powerful you are. Yeah, they don't want to have. They don't want you to know how absolutely powerful you are. All right, that's that. One. And you know how you know someone's powerful? Yeah. Okay, because the people that come out and speak about this kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, the people that they elevate in real life. Okay, Gandhi. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mother Teresa. Um, I mean Jesus Christ. Go to Wikipedia and look at George Soros. It's like <laughs> a glowing list. Yeah. You know these people that they elevate. Okay, mm-hmm. are actually demons the queen, Mm. okay, with the missing children in Canada, they're nuts, okay?
2: They're non-humans. I agree with you, Micah.
1: Right. But then you have people like Jordan Maxwell, who his entire life, who was a mentor of mine and a good friend, people like Jordan Maxwell who are demonized and they're just left out in the cold. That's how they treat truth tellers, Mm. real truth tellers, is they break you down. They break you down and they make life very difficult for you but they elevate the evil people because everything is backwards here. Right. The I got
2: to agree with you there. Yeah, absolutely. There's it's a, uh, it's funny. That's a subject, a private subject. I talk about a lot and um, I'm still so surprised at how terrible of a raw deal. Jordan is post- you know, R.I.P. Jordan that he's getting, especially after his death. It's just absurd.
1: You know that Jordan sent me um, after his stroke, he sent me a Skype message um, and he said, I just had a stroke when I feel a little bit better. Let's talk again. We we became close towards the end,
3: yeah.
1: you know, and, and people like Santos Bonacci that are killed in the media. I teach for Santos, you know, at his syncretism school,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, people like Bill Donahue, Bill Cooper. I can go on, you know. All these truth truth tellers, they don't get their fame. No,
0: they it don't. seems
2: like Santos is doing a good job of getting fame.
0: I I think we're seeing a lot of that. That uh, that Not type mainstream. that well, the type, Not mainstream. The type of that that uh, that type of activity we're also seeing in mainstream stuff uh, in regards to what's been going on for the last three years. Uh, look at all the truth-telling um, medical experts who have come forward and have been demonized and right and killed, uh, demoted. <laughs> uh, none of the people I know have been killed, but I'm just saying, like right. like McCullough and uh, Malone, Malone, et cetera. You know what I'm talking about? How the, it's the same kind of thing. I'm just drawing a parallel here. It's it's more well, it's
1: because they're desperate. They're desperate. They know that their time in power is coming to an end. Yeah, totally. totally.
0: So I wanted to bring up one thing. We're, you, in one of your other slides, you're talking about incest and bloodlines and uh, going back to Adam and Eve and stuff. And um, I had heard someone once talk about the reason that the, the main bloodlines keep their family, keep their bloodline uh, pure is because... try to state this properly that the purer your bloodline the more of your past lives
1: you retain when you're reincarnated well the only thing i can add to that Mm -hmm. okay is that we now know for certain we've proven that trauma can be passed down through dna okay if someone is raped in a past life or your great-grandmother was raped that's going to notch on her DNA, and that's going to get passed on. It can't even manifest okay? physically. It, yes, it can. That's why you do things like generational work. Yes. For people who don't know what generational work is, is, you basically you go to a specialist, and what they do is they give you readings. Sometimes they're astrologers. Sometimes they're something else. What they do is they, they find out what happened in your past. Mm-hmm. Not your past, but your parents, your grandparents. Find out where the, where the chain was broken, Okay, and they heal it. Okay, so that it no longer affects you. Okay,
0: right. Interesting. Someone in the audience asked if uh, if you know anything. What do you know about Rh negative bloodlines?
1: So I am Rh negative. Okay. Um, from from what I have from what I have been able to gather, mm-hmm. um, not the scientific consensus, but it seems that people with Rh negative blood. Are much less likely to develop toxoplasmosis hmm. which affects like 70 percent of the people in the world okay and toxoplasmosis okay um for, uh, for a couple of things number one um it shows up in a brain scan so if they see toxo in your brain they're going to automatically assume you have aids that's the first thing that they do when they find out you don't have aids um they're going to treat it now toxo isn't fatal Okay? And it happens from... This is why they tell pregnant women not to pick up kitty litter or, or, or cat shit. Right. Okay? Because you can get toxoplasmosis. You get them with tons of cats or whatever. Um, it. They did a study on some rats. Okay? Um, and what they did was they infected them with toxoplasmosis. And what they found were these rats were not um, afraid. Scared of cat urine anymore. Yeah. Okay? Which, which bode terribly for them because the cats ended up killing them but normally a rat would smell it get scared and run away but these weren't and what they found is that people with toxo in real life tend to be bigger risk takers that's that's the biggest thing they tend to be bigger risk takers um there's no consensus on what rh negative is um however that is the most that i've found out so far
3: okay
1: interesting
2: and wait, wait. So Micah, that is related to Rh negative.
1: Evolutionary development thing in that case. Mm-hmm.
2: So people with Rh negative have less toxoplasmosis. They have
1: um, they 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 they're less likely to catch toxoplasmosis, which is important communities, especially. It's it could be at like 50 to 70 percent. Oh, the problem is I actually is that people with healthy immune this. People with healthy immune systems, right? People with healthy immune systems, they're constantly fighting the toxo, okay? They're constantly fighting it. People with compromised immune systems, like HIV, um, they can't really fight it. That's why it shows so prevalent in brain Mm. scans, Mm. okay? Um, Toxoplasmosis, when you find it in a brain scan, is one of the single most – it's one of the biggest indicators that you have full-blown AIDS, not even HIV, um, you oh you <laughs>
0: That Family Guy episode. <laughs> you have AIDS. <laughs> da, 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 da. Sorry, <laughs> you did it. You said yeah. full blown AIDS, and that just triggers me right there. It's like oh, yeah. yep, that's all. I'm sorry, but yeah, it look, it looks like AIDS. That that's the
1: marker. One of the markers. Yeah, one of the main markers. Yeah,
2: cool. I, that's interesting and. There's I still don't have a full line on there's so much like cross information and information that gets thrown into the woo and then into science about the whole arch negative thing. I'm still I'm R H negative to typo negative, but I um I still don't have a real full grasp of it. I have ideas. Everybody knows I've got ideas, but I'm wondering they're talking about recently how they can change your blood type through your stomach. Have you seen any of that research, Micah?
1: So I know that they're making synthetic blood now. They're 3D printing blood.
2: Yeah, they got true blood now. Yes,
1: they're 3D printing blood right now. And they've given it to two people as far as I know so far. Um, Right. um, we're not even going to be human anymore between, between Neuralink, between this, between everything. That's the problem with the age of Aquarius. It's the sign of the man, right? We talked about Pisces being the sign of the fish, the two fish, Jesus feeds the masses with two fish. Aries, the Jewish people wrote the Old Testament during Aries. The Jews were the main people in Aries. That's why they, it was a ram. That's why they bowled the ram's horn during the holiday. The Egyptians were the main people during Taurus, the bull. Okay, yes. you'd see countless, you would see countless, countless, countless Hieroglyphs of um the bull with the sun between its horns. Because they're yes. telling you they're worshiping the sun in Taurus. They tell you this too. Uh Moses goes to the top to get the Ten Commandments. When he comes down, he sees them worshiping a golden calf. Okay. That's just the gold is the sun and the calf is Taurus. They were worshiping the wrong time period. Okay. Well, it's all
2: about turning.
1: Right. So now we're in Aquarius, okay, which is the evolution of the man, but it's also going to be merging with machines. Because they're gonna want your consciousness changed into a machine. Okay, because you know what happens is when you die, when you pass on, they can't control you anymore. Okay, so they want you in a robot. And people are gonna <clears to> line <throat> up for it.
0: Oh, of course. Of course. Plus, it's always been my contention that the the real impetus behind transhumanism and getting robots and consciousness transference working, which I don't think they ever will, but is so. Demonic forces can inhabit physical realm entities more easily.
1: Well, they do that anyway. You have the loosh. Okay, that's well, why. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I meant th- they could freely move in and out of these robots.
1: Right, well, and, that's possible. Yeah,
0: but but I agree. I they can freely move into to normal people. Well, I mean,
1: they talk about it in the Bible, right? Doesn't Jesus exercise the demons yes. into a bunch of pigs and run off a cliff? Something like Is that.
2: that the, you send one out and seven more come back? Is that that same story? You no, cast one sheep. out, oh, that's the sheep, thank you. It's all, <laughs> where is <Okay>. my mind? <laughs> I wonder, okay. I also, so with all this too is because what they are doing is creating a new human, for sure, It's mm-hmm. there's an, a new human amongst us, just like this whole idea of in the past when Cro came on the scene. And so although there's so many stories around all that, that it's hard to know where the true true is because everything has been co-opted so much. And with each new iteration of victorious group of people, they, you know, go in and and back erase other stuff. and you know, I right. mean, this stuff happens lifetime right now. I mean, Netflix even does this. So why would we not expect that from, say something as powerful as religion and as religion, religious gatekeepers? How do we even know or why should we even trust any of that stuff that is actually controlling us or suggesting, Ways of being controlled to get into the kingdom of heaven.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to, uh, I actually have to go after this, but uh, to answer that basically, um, anything that comes out mainstream, I tell people look, when a story breaks and it goes to every place, okay, watch what Congress is passing behind the scenes. Okay. None of these people can be trusted. None of them can, okay? And um, don't take any mainstream ideas. I mean, you go to Google, right? You go to Google and you type in when was Saturn discovered and it'll tell you 1610 by Galileo, okay? Which is bullshit, okay? Because people who don't even know anything about religion or anything have heard of the Saturnalia cults back in the Roman times. That was Saturn yes, worship. Of course. Okay, of course. so so they, it's just, they lie to you. They lie to you. It's on the internet and everything. They lie to you. Micah,
2: how do we trust these people that come forward and say they've read all the old texts and they have the math and they have the math and their math is the right math to present and predict events on this math from these old texts that we don't even know if those old texts are correct. how
1: How it basically works is the old texts, these ancient texts, what they do. Okay, is they were written a certain way, okay, and when stuff happens nowadays, it is not fulfilling prophecy. Okay, the same people who wrote these ancient holy texts with the astrotheological code that I've traced all the way back to the Epic of Gilgamesh, the first Sumerian story, okay, these people um, are still in control. Okay, so what they're doing is they're not fulfilling prophecy what they're doing is tailoring events now that people can interpret as fulfilling prophecy thus keeping them busy and 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 just fighting with each other that's what they're doing
2: but it's still like i know there are people out there that are predicting stuff off of old old stuff that they're saying is the correct stuff because they're sourcing it from rarer places i mean you have to
1: just you you have to just discern for yourself that's right the, the and right, that's right, why right.
2: i call bullshit on a lot of it especially when so many people have so much conviction about their stuff and and they won't allow new information to come in it, it becomes like this weird wound up string of a of, a of
1: right I agree. But guys, I have to, I have to get going. Yeah,
0: sure. No, I appreciate, we really appreciate your time. Thank you for that awesome presentation.
2: Yeah. Uh, Micah, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I love seeing where you go with this. You are really, really talented with the art of synthesis. Not everyone has this.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: All
2: right, dude. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Okay. So that was
0: good.
2: Yeah, Micah always comes in with something, and we got to see him smoke a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not—it's not a Micah bank experience unless I'm seeing him smoking on the porch. I got. I, you know, I had so many other questions though, like with the abstinence of sex and um, alcohol, but why not cigarettes too in there? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I'm just going—I just have questions, and I'm asking questions. I know, and, and you like to bust his bones. Well, no, I appreciate him. And I meant I'm, that I'm, about I'm teasing. synthesizing, I'm teasing. but it is Jerry. It's true. So many people don't have that down. You can learn all the facts about anything. And if they're facts, but it, it doesn't mean the regurgitation of information is one thing right. and that's good, but you have to be able to synthesize the information to take it further and proper educations back in the day, they taught that. So like now we're at, you know, where there are kids graduating that can't read and write and they're omitting math for certain groups of people. What are we looking at? These are, these are stats. This is stuff that's happening in real time around us right now. Mm-hmm. What are we looking at? This looks pretty grim to me, Jer.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I love mayhem.
2: Well, of course I do too, but it doesn't bode well for people. I mean, we're getting into a space where yeah, you don't have to read or write. And, and the, the logic there is because everyone has access to all these devices, right? Yeah. The devices can yeah. do all of this for you, therefore you don't need them. And I remember putting this forward when I had to take different kinds of, you know, arithmetic classes yeah. and I'm like, well, I've got my TI instrument. Why do I need to do this in my head? And, you know, why do I have to show my work? The TI is showing my work. And, you know, so I was that little punk too. I mean, I understand why you want to possibly get away with something. Yeah. But, but it's still I do important. recognize that yeah. something is fundamental, Jared, that math and reading and writing, these things are actually very important.
0: Agre- agreed. It's, they're all foundational cornerstones of critical thinking. And mm-hmm. they, they, the proverbial, they can't stop people from critical thinking, but they can condition people to not be able to. And I think that's the whole goal of public education.
2: Right. Well, and and they're being very successful. So my oh, point yeah. here is it doesn't take a psychic to look too far into the future. Let's say 20 years when, you know, the new ones being born right now are 20 <sighs> And they've come into this and technically they don't have to know how to read or write like old school. They can't read and, a clock.
0: They can't read cursive. They don't know right. they don't know shit basically.
2: And do except their pronouns. Math <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, right, right. You no, know, I'm not and kidding. Your pronouns either. I mean, and one well, your psychological tags because right. everyone's PTSD and everyone's got this and everyone's got that. I love this and... new term
0: neurodivergent.
2: Uh-huh. That's <laughs> like what the
0: fuck does that even mean? It's a, you're a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. No, you're neurodivergent. No, I'm just weird. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, and that's
2: Jerry, but isn't that the thing? So, you know, I can pull up to, I understand those two words and I understand what they mean together, Mm -hmm. but I understand the agenda behind it, trying to polish the turd. And that is what's so gross. It's, it's when it all comes
0: down to, it's just collectivism. It's just, if everything can be labeled, then everyone can be put in, can be labeled and put into a group. It's it's all just communism (laughs) when you get down to it.
2: Right. But neurodivergence exists and it always has and it's going to always exist. So you know, they're out there. I'm gonna look it up. And so So anyway, that these kinds of things, when you get to it, you kindly read it to everyone that maybe differing in in
0: mental or neurological function from what is considered typical or normal. That's what
2: I thought. About. It's like old school abnormal psychology. <laughs> it, it just means that you're like uh Welcome to the freak side of the room. Of the room. No, I hate that yeah. <clears throat> that was, I mean, I think everyone I personally call a friend is. So um uh, these are the people I like anyway. So yeah, this is all interesting stuff to think about. I find, I find we're not in a hurry, right? We still have a show. If you want Unless you're trying to leave Are you trying to leave, Jer? No
0: Why would I want to leave? Do
2: people want us to leave? We're used to be a two hour show We still are I got something to bring
0: up I got something to talk about When you're done
2: Okay, good Because I thought I just figured We would just carry on After our guests left Yeah Because it's been a minute And everybody enjoys When we come on here I
0: agree That's what we're That's Do you see me rushing To get you to shut up?
2: I didn't know, Jerry. I can never tell the difference between your rolling of the eyes. I'm not rolling my eyes. What are you talking about? You know I'm fucking with you, Dad. I know. Come on. So uh, (laughs) one
0: of the things he was talking about, the cycles, right? Yes. This 12,000-year cycle. And if you follow Ben Davidson's Suspicious Observers... I love him. He talks a lot about this 12,000-year cycle, which is happening now. And now uh, he put out a video today talking about... Um, some proof that every 12,000 years, the Earth tilts back to zero instead of the 223.4 degree tilt that we're at now. And and that's what, the, and it's not necessarily in conjunction with the polar, uh, the magnetic flip, but it isn't, he believes, in conjunction with the micronova, solar micronova, which would be the great flash, the event, whatever you want to call it, right? It's going to be a a huge influx of solar energy. I thought that was interesting. But um, more importantly, what he... So, this is kind of where I was going with this. So, he's talking about the cycles of consciousness, right? And, yeah, Ben out here and other people talking about cycles of the solar system and the Earth, Earth cycles, the... 26,000, right, uh, 16,000, 12,000, there's 6,000, there's like three or four different major cycles, right, when shit happens. Which reminded me of a third person who has a similar idea was Laird Scranton. Do you remember that guy?
2: Of course. Did he die? No. Is Laird still around? Not that I know of. Okay. I don't know why, yeah, I do, but it just seems like he's disappeared, he's gone dark. Uh...
0: No, he's still alive. He's only 69.
2: 69. It's just, you know, he's around, then he's not. So maybe he's working on a book.
0: Maybe. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> if you remember our discussion when we had him on our show, he's very active on Facebook, Oswald said.
2: Uh, when, oh, excellent. When we Hi, had, Oswald. We had him on our show. And everyone in the chat, I'm not there, Jair's representing.
0: You know what's weird? <laughs> Step back here before right before you said the word mythos someone
2: typed it in chat really I, when was this earlier when, i think i said, said it. a few times
0: the <laughs> first time you said it you asked mike a question about mythos and Modwiz had just typed it mythos oh
2: hello out there mod and that's
0: you do that all.
2: At the guess you
0: do that all the time but whatever <laughs> anyway <laughs>
2: that's funny yeah.
0: going back to cycles um Laird Scranton's theory was that there are there are there's an up and a down cycle on the in the universe, whatever, where things become solid and then go back to non solid. Remember that whole theory of his? Yes. So like the rocks are the beings that were at one time etheric. Yes. Yeah. That was on twelve thousand year cycle too, so I think there's something to this whole twelve thousand year cycle idea w- what it is I don't know. I'm just saying there are no well, here's so my much, yeah, here's my
2: chink in your armor here huh? when when do we start the gauge on the twelve thousand year cycle
0: the next time it starts
2: i mean this is this is my problem with a lot of these soothsayers that are out there with these dates and um and their math and all that it's like okay but when are we starting the date and and in no way am I calling anyone in specific out i'm just saying they are just a, there's always someone with a a, a date right mm-hmm. and and that just is like the biggest red flag for me so then you go in and you spend the time and you look at their information if you're like me you get curious and and then it's like okay so i see it but then you step back out of their world and you're like all right it's all predicated on something that if if there's a a 4000 year slip here somewhere along the line then your date of whatever is Is it going to be off by 4,000 years? I mean, you know, this is my problem with people out there right now putting out these hardline dates and isn't everyone fried (laughs) with these dates? I mean, how many do we need? How many of these like event horizons do we need to realize that we're in a series of facsimiles that continue to fractal out and nothing stops? And you know, we're not in the same world we were in three years ago. Obviously it's so clear, but is this something that we can apply to time? Yes, so looking forward 2000 years ago, they can say, well, in 2020, something with more context than we have now here, Jer, but something big happened in 2020. And there's here's when this this clock started for that. But then 2000 years from now, Everything that could have happened and all the different wipes of 2020 becomes 2021, according to the Gregarian, Gregarian calendar. Do you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. with people and their dates? It's it's at this point, it's just I'm weary of these people with their dates.
0: I agree. I agree. And one of the most recent examples I've heard, remember that goofball uh, Drake Bailey?
2: I don't know if I do. Did we have him on? No. Uh, it's because uh, if you say goofball, I don't tongue. think you would have invited Bite him. Your
0: <laughs> he was the guy, if you remember about God, 12 years ago or so, uh, David Wilcock dug him up from under some rock and brought him on. He was saying, Oh, you know, the white hat military is going to be taken over, there's going to be mass arrests. And that's where the whole mass arrest thing came from. It was like a pre QAnon kind of crap. You don't remember that?
2: Anyway. So, I don't think I do, Jared, but it's possible. You could find it if you Google
0: it on, on, on YouTube. Like
2: I or... might have let it go like an old shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Wiped and moved on. Yeah.
0: Madfinger just reminded me he claims to be an elemental.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. Hi, Madfinger. I miss my Madfinger.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's been doing live streams with uh, Gale of Gaia, another one of those people, alien people. Um, and he's been given dates for like the last three months. He's been saying, okay, shit's going to go down on October 3rd. The aliens are going to be here and they're going to bring the med beds and. (laughs) Oh Lord. Yeah. All that shit. And then like two weeks after that, when it didn't happen, he's like, okay, it's going to be November 3rd now. oh my god of course of course yeah it's just funny no that's... the
2: smarter ones out there right now are pushing the dates out like 20 years it's the whole because dude then they're, they're going to be able to make money yes, sell books I know. it's just crazy so you, they're being at least at least be smart and throw it out some years and that way you can you can do some you can have good living <laughs> i jerry personally i think that we're in the middle right now of a major major situation that's going down. We're in it now. We're not approaching it. It's not coming. We're in it. And I think if you look around the signs and the symbols are everywhere, they're not just in the sky, they're in the earth. People are unhinged everywhere. The Mm -hmm. realm is, is in flux. We have, there is so much instability going on right now. We see that resets, whatever you want to think about a reset, these things are on the horizon and that's, the thing and these people that keep kicking the can down the road are taking people with them it's like that whole trust the plan well if you continue to which someone of
0: course just typed into chat by the way
2: oh are you serious that's hilarious well but my point is with that is that what they did was they kept the whole that whole movement hand bound and a lot of different things could have happened if a lot of people didn't trust that plan and 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 made it made different little changes or something where they could maybe where they felt they should but they were being told no don't do anything trust the plan right
0: yeah 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 it was definitely a, a calming intent don't don't worry we got it we got this kind of thing
2: But it's, and you know, I, I, and Jerry, you know, I enjoy all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I absolutely enjoy it. I I love it. I'm not, I'm not complaining about it, but I'm just tired about these people that are really convicted with it. So the Q thing is a good example, although we don't know who Q is, but it was an entertaining example. It's still ongoing, obviously, but the, if you look at the core of what some of this is and some of it, feels culty, but there's always this like, uh, don't do anything now kind of scenario. I mean, this is cult 101. Don't do anything. A bit, very bad mm-hmm. thing is going to happen. We're heading towards this bad event and don't do anything. You've got plenty of time. Like I said, the smart ones are pushing, Push. they push it out a generation and you don't do anything and you're waiting or you're, you know, whatever. But meanwhile, what if that something's happening because there's a lot of credible people out there talking right now that I consider Incredible, like Howdy Makowski, who I just had a wonderful chat with. He's making the rounds. I think you should invite him onto our show. I
0: did. He said no because he was too busy. Oh
2: man! You just have to reinvite. He was. He's been on everything right now because every book that's he wanted to do a show
0: with like three other people. Remember?
2: Well, let's just wait, and you know he's he's been on everyone's show right now. He was just on THC. Oh, isn't that hilarious? Wait, did he? Yes, because THC published the same day I published. Mm. Even though I talked to him weeks ago, um, I didn't put it out. And then I saw that Greg Carlwood did the same day.
0: Yeah, no, Howdy's (laughs) very cool. I've I've been trying to get him. I started trying to get him on like a year and a half ago, which reminds me. uh, Sorry, go ahead.
2: Well, I just want to finish my point here. Is that like Howdy actually has, I mean, if you go through. What Howdy's saying, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and you go and you look at it and you scrutinize it with a fine tooth comb, you're going to find this man is authentic. You're going to find that the information he's putting forward is really compelling. And Howdy is actually one of the few people saying, we're in it now. And that there's a short gateway, and he's not doing this like a new ager at all. There's a short window of opportunity, and he's leading people to um ponder this, that it's not looking up at the Sistine Chapel at, at, at that at that piece of art. It's looking at this scrub-down Trump of 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 fabric and scrying into that. It, this is just a, a a weird example that that may be part of how you vibrate out, and what he's talking about is so credible as opposed to these other people that are very very flashbang to me, and very um very clickable bait, and and this is the thing. So for every howdy, there's like I don't know four or five dozen of these other. Guys, And it does seem to be a lot of guys, Jer, pushing dates that are far enough out, far enough out that they can make a living and do well and create something. And then when this window that we're in, because something is clearly happening right now, it's not happening later, now is the moment, it's happening now, then when this window shuts and the opportunity's gone well who were they working for who are they working for you know trust the plan I'm not trusting the plan and I think that that's all part of the shill psyop situation that's going on in the field and nothing has made it more apparent to me Jerry than looking at pop culture right now which is why I'm glad I've been doing that because they're making stuff so cheesy look at Doja Cat's birthday. That was a total psyop photo shoot is. of Doja Cat's a singer, and they made this whole spectacle with a stupid cake with a compass and square and an all C and I, and she turned twenty seven. All right on a black cake with white frosting and white candles. Come on, nice. it is as stupid as can be. But these, and they're 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 realizing that there's a market for people that will eat this up and this, and we know this, Mm -hmm. but the thing is good people I know are getting caught into bad people's narratives and that are keeping them down. Now, if you're listening because it's entertaining and it's good crack, As the Krimis say, uh, that's one thing. But if you're buying into these narratives and it's starting to feel cultish, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. And it starts to feel very creepy and weird. And the mainstream is very. Right. Well, all of it, exactly. And mainstream's really now catering to this.
0: Mm -hmm. I would argue they always have. It's just not.
2: It hasn't been. It
0: was subtle before, and now it's over.
2: Right. It was lewd before it had there was some craftsmanship. Yes. Now it's just it's profane. It's it's ridiculous. And I just roll my eyes at it just like I'm rolling my eyes at everyone, keeping. Lots of people that are searching and seeking honestly, searching and seeking and 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 spending money supporting and all this stuff mm-hmm. and energy, and not realizing that there might be something else happening, and it might be happening right now under their feet,
0: yeah, and I would argue that the whole reason that it's become more I forgot the word you used, lewd and and profound and in your face and overt is because the subtle subtleness and the subliminal and what they what was what has been done up until now stopped working on the masses so it has to be this loud now which is just another sign that what you're saying is correct that we are as a species evolving consciously to some point that they've been trying to keep us from reaching I think that's kind of where you're going with that, right?
2: Hello. Well that 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 could hello yeah. alert hello. and so anyway <laughs> here. Yes, I mean that's part of it. Is I'm just saying that there is the, there's always this next person that has compelling information, yeah. and and I like to get into those. I like to look. I like to look. I like keeping my finger on the pulse. But one of the things that I'm saying with that is I'm noticing that. And so I said earlier, good people are being fooled and the Mm -hmm. good people I know are actually being fooled. And I'm looking in with a good eye for this and then having a a really great psychic background and knowing and seeing shysters. And and I I can't say anything out loud. I'm not going to. But it's just like, whoa, this is where we are now. This is a sad place. And it's 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 interesting to me. But Jerry, I think we're in the middle of something major right now. It's not going to be in five years or in 10 years or in 20 years. We're in the middle of something major right now. And I think most people that are on this uh, trail on the pulse, Know something's happening, yeah. and that's why it's easy for these people to come in and start to direct that raw energy and get them off the trail. Yeah, I agree. Because that's how it all works. Yeah,
0: we we are at definitely at a precipice, if you will. Um, What you're talking about. So I kind of went off on a different tangent there, but it ties into what you're saying about being at this this <laughs> this crossroad, if you will, right?
2: Yeah, yes.
0: Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I, we even talked about this last night on Cruiser Mistake a little bit. Kind of, the, there's like, we're on this, what looks to most people like two paths, an either or kind of thing, either total anarchy or total authoritarianism. But there's an off ramp that people just don't see. That's besides the point. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, though, was.
2: Absolute suck, by the way.
0: Yes, I I agree. There are no absolutes man, unless you're a Democrat. Um i been I was listening I was listening to uh Randy Green, one of her latest video podcasts, whatever the fuck they are. Um she's kinda gone off the deep end, so I don't really like follow her religiously anymore. But she has been talking about this energetic transformation that's occurring that we are in the midst of, which kind of falls in line with what you're talking about. Um, she said a couple of interesting things that I'm just going to say, and they have nothing really, I haven't got no specific points other than the fact that I found them interesting. Uh, one she was talking about was that the solar trans, the sun is changing right now and we're not getting as much energy as we used to from the sun. So, that's a problem for us mentally, and I think that's pretty much a given conclusion right now. The other thing she uh, there's three things actually the second thing she brought up was the moon that we're desperately trying to get back to the moon now, and she claims that the reason that the reason that that are we're endeavoring to get back to the moon is to uh, rebuild the energy bridge we had to it from when we went there originally which i don't even know if that's true but it represents this type of energy that the controllers want to reattach to in this realm which i thought was an interesting idea
3: Mm -hmm.
0: that the she says a minute someone steps foot on the moon then the energetic bridge is built and we're tied to that What she calls it, uh, first density energy. So, anyway. And I already forgot what the third thing was.
2: It's interesting. I only get my updates from her, uh, like, from her stuff from you. Yeah, I know. And so it's been a long time. She's
0: been putting out really weird shit, you know. She's, she's like, all vegan now and globalist-sounding and... uh, you know, things that turn me off.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I the, every time I've tried to listen, for some reason I can't, and that's like, yeah, ugh, I so. I don't know why. I've tried. I've actually tried. My, I find my mind wanders. I start like you know, some people just compel you, and you're just like sucked into it. And then, and those are the good ones, by the way, those are the ones where you're like, Oh my God. Like there've been a couple I got sucked into recently (laughs) and I'm like, damn, this is some good shit. What in the hell? And waiting on that next video. And, um, and then, you know, a couple of those couple have been just like, Oh man, no, no. But then there's the howdies, right? Cause I'd never really, um, I encountered howdy by surprise just popping into uh one of robert phoenix's fridays Mm -hmm. you know like one of his streams and there's howdy and phoenix talking and i'm like whoa i like this man i mean he's talking my story right here he's saying westworld he's like talking a lot of stuff that you know that is is lining up with what
0: i'm awesome. seeing awesome.
2: he's 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 lining up with what i see and how i've been seeing it and i just thought wow we're re- we're drinking from the same well mm-hmm. right and and it, it he makes sense to me so then just the stuff i i went back and listened to and i'm like wow he's been doing this a long time and mm-hmm. so I, you know i i had to get him on but it was just an absolute accident and then um you know I'm fortunate to have some people around me that really deep dive stuff, like mm-hmm. scrutinize stuff and then fill me in like i'm I get to go to time markers and videos and stuff. so i have I have I feel blessed to have that in my life. And so uh, this is the thing with Howdy is I think that he's been on this so long. His message has has been so consistent and his research is so good you know because he brings you receipts and stuff i bring you information and then we all have to wait for receipts <laughs> i mean that's my life i'm like okay so i think this is what i'm seeing and think i'm translating it correctly and then we just have to sit back and wait
0: so future proves past with you is that what you're saying
2: I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I have a good hit rate at least. And so, but you know, I also try not to pad and I try not to do any of that stuff that we see other people that are out there really trying to, I guess, hustle and make money. You know, they start their stories, they start trying to pad them and all this. And the the way that I went through today, for example, Jer on YouTube here, and I look at my feed and I'm like, I ha- I took away several because I've been I've been rolling my eyes. Several mm-hmm. people I I like, I don't like that they use the old school clickbait like, um, something big's about to happen, yeah. and you know like that yeah. the clickbait stuff. I at this point that's a a turnoff for me. And if you're using that kind of technology, um, or technique with the technology to get people to click on do your stuff, then I think I need to bow out and so I do. And I am, I just started rolling my eyes because it's telling me one thing, they're on the hustle. Right. The information might be good, but they're on the hustle and so and then when I their realized, supplement
0: store opens up you really not
2: uh, right or whatever <laughs> you know and i know i get the terrible feedback with say the cosmic salon because it's always a chat with and people are like well who is this person and what do they have to say and my show notes are terrible because it's all just me but it's like uh, at least the people that come and and pay attention to us Here and me and my other shows and stuff uh, most of them i know have attention spans over five minutes because they're listening to these two and three hour shows and we don't have to use clickbait to get people that are actually interested in intelligent discourse and in stuff that might make us uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and 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 so these a lot of these people are steering away from uncomfortable content too jerry and that's another thing that's that's been really interesting to me. I want to talk about the stuff that we're not supposed to talk about. I'm not out here trying to throw ad homonyms, are you? I'm not out no. here trying to make enemies, but let's, is it all right? Can we talk about difficult things that are we're not supposed to talk about? Can it's just like asking Micah tonight, what are these rabbis talking about? I want someone to get in a conversation with me about that because. I don't know what they're taught. What does this all mean? Where Where do they come from? What is this origin story in the Talmud? I don't get it. I need more information. I'm not judging it at all, but I would like to know. And and then you get all the backlash of even questioning that. So that tells me like, okay, that's something interesting to talk about. And look, no one else is except for the rabbis. <laughs> so. Right. You know, this is kind of, this is how I'm, I'm moving myself forward these days, Jer, is the stuff that other people seem to be shying from because they're afraid. And, and then is it, are, are we able to have real conversations about stuff without, I, I don't have any, all my, experiences with the jewish people in my life have been wonderful so why can't i just ask these questions it's not i'm not a jew hater and so i don't get why that why as someone that has questions about it should feel awkward about asking questions it's like when i was a little kid and i was asking questions and everyone made me feel weird for asking the wrong mm-hmm. question Ooh, you can't ask that you can't talk about that it's a mind
0: control it's a form of mind control
2: but can't we move around that? Can't yeah. we talk about these things?
0: We can at the at potential expense of being ridiculed or maligned or whatever. I mean, if you bring up any question about Jews, they you're anti-Semitic.
2: <laughs> and I just learned, you know, a lot more about the word "semitic" too, from Danny Katz, by the way. And yeah, so Jews
0: aren't even Semites. Palestinians. Danny and
2: I well, it's you know what's funny is it's it's actually Jews that are having these conversations with me. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I found out that that so the Jews that I'm having conversations with say Jews. Like I'm not allowed to say the word is Jew now a bad word. No. Like I thought you could say Jews. You can like I I don't know why I've been getting clocked on that, and I'm like, whoa. I don't have any bad relationships it, with any two.
0: It, it's not you. It's the it's, it's it's long and involved. I mean, I can't explain it completely, but it, from my point of view, it's the uh, over political correctness installation within our culture that has made people skittish and self censoring. And when they hear other people say things that they they themselves self censor, it triggers them, and that's why you get that kind of response. So, people are so afraid of being called anti-Semitic or whatever they won't even say the word Jew. I know it's bizarre. Right? So, but, so when they hear we're, you say the flip out, well, it's not yeah. a bad word. I'm part Jewish myself. I have I Jewish people are. in my family. It's it's <laughs> not. It's like I, Jew is just a word. It's short for Jewish.
2: It, exactly, it's totally short for Jewish, and and Jews use the word jew and so yes. I don't understand I don't understand this craziness they call themselves That's what... in, they're in
0: the tribe you know that we live my 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 mom's sister uh is married to a jewish guy um who's fantastic by the way and they they live in, in new city new york and they call it jew city because it's so jewish
2: right you know, I, why is that wrong i mean
0: it's, it's not. It's funny.
2: It's, and, a, well, that's I, the thing I want to say about all my Jewish friends is they're all fucking hilarious. They are. They're,
0: they're all. Awesome. I love Jewish people. If I had to be oh religious, I would be Jewish.
2: <laughs> Jews make me laugh. I have a funny. Just like. Well, ahead. you got a good combo because you got the Italian. Italians are hilarious too. Yeah,
0: I got Italian, Lebanese, Jewish.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got the
0: whole shebang. I got a funny Jew story for you from. Uh, so back, like in the late '80s, I used to work for MCI. Who, for those of you who don't know, was an old long-distance company when long-distance companies were a thing. <laughs> Remember that when you had to pay extra for long-distance?
2: I will never forget it, Jer. And it's so <laughs> funny because no one has contacts. So I like... know
0: it's crazy. So here's even here's to even move myself further into the fossil era. My division of MCI that I worked for was the Telex division, which was the technology used to to send data overseas before faxes were <laughs> And you, Anyway, my, uh, my territory was the whole East Coast, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts. And I lived in Chicago and I had to fly out there every week. So... Um, during my training period, which was six weeks, I stay, actually stayed in New Jersey for a lot of that. And I spent the weekends with my aunt and uncle up in, 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 uh, Rockland County up in New York. And uh, my uncle took me to a poker game one night with his friends, his Jewish friends. Um, <laughs> this, this was, I thought this was cute and funny and, and typical, Um, The wives made uh, pastries and coffee, right? So there was like this huge spread of dessert for everybody. And 10% of every pot that we played, every hand, every pot that we played, went into a a bucket on the side of the table. And when you left, they gave you a portion of that back so nobody left a a loser.
2: Oh, I love that.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's awesome those are the Jews I know and love yeah
2: that's absolutely awesome yeah yeah, uh, yeah exactly my relationship with Jewish people has been very wonderful but I, I an understanding and I'm learning about you know I look at it all like this now Jerry the American government does I'm American the American government does not represent me at all I I, like all the stuff they're doing. I agree. But but to the world, we're Americans and the government represents us. And I think that this is a good way to look at look at all this stuff, not just Jews, but Jesuits versus the Catholics. And, you know, I think it's a good way to um, bring context back to these hot topic discussions that need to have discourse and then at some point we'll be able to discern who is causing all the ruckus. And then that's probably where we should look mm-hmm. in all these different circles. Not not the people, the folk, as I say. So that's what, and you know, this was part of that wonderful conversation I had with Danny Katz recently. It was great. And she's wonderful. Um, you should invite Danny on here. She'll be a hoot. I'd love to have Danny on here, and Emily too
0: again have them both on
2: the um let's see what else oh, I wanted to ask you about any kind of so talk about pop culture. Have you seen anything you're enjoying movies series
0: yes um i I've been watching a lot of stuff lately um the peripheral's kind of interesting on, i on I want to see
2: that is Oh, it's on Amazon.
0: I will uh, find a way for you to see that.
2: I love you so much. It's
0: about uh, the year, I think it's
2: 2039. Is this a J.J. Abrams?
0: No, actually, it's an adaptation. You'll like this. It's a Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy show.
2: Oh, my.
0: Who, for those who don't know, are the people behind Westworld.
2: Yes. Um, Right. They are partners with him.
0: Yeah, Lisa Joy is Nolan's wife, I believe, and yeah. Jonathan Nolan is Christopher Nolan's brother.
2: Yes, the, so that's why I think I thought it was an Abrams production. No,
0: it's not bad re- reboot. Yeah, Jar Jar Abrams. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 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 an adaptation of a William Gibson book called The Peripheral, and it takes place in twenty. I think it's twenty thirty nine when people have have implants to a degree and there's this new device that shows up which allows them to enter a construct, a virtual reality, if you will, uh, with full sensory perception.
2: Ooh, I'm excited. I, I headset, love that yeah. you I love that you just said that though, because I think that uh that show's been getting thrown at me by a few people and i keep forgetting and so for you to say that and you're pretty picky yeah yeah you are you're kind of a dick about it
0: i'm not a dick i just there's some stuff that's just not worth watching
2: what about any movies lately movies um well that one that
0: i gave i recommended to you (laughs) Mm -hmm. um three thousand years of longing
2: Yes, I enjoyed that. I thought
0: that was really good. For the gin. With I mean,
2: it's very Hollywood, and it's, you know, it's Hollywood, and it's kind of feel-good, Tilda Swinton.
0: Yeah, it's not, there's no esoteric message
3: there.
2: No, but it was just fun entertainment. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I will tell you, when I watched that, I just needed to get out of my mind, and it was the perfect entertainment for that. Yeah, Yeah. because it's still, you still have a gin. You know, you're still in an enchanted story, and so... It was just great. And, of course, Tilda, you know, I just love her. She's She's a good actress.
0: Other than that, um, I haven't watched many movies lately. Um, I did watch uh, whatever new Marvel movie just came out. That Thor movie, it was horrible.
2: Oof. (laughs) Yeah. Were you expecting anything from that?
0: I expected it to be at least as good (laughs) as Thor. I thought Thor Ragnarok was a really great movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Out of all the Thor movies, I thought that was the best.
2: Was I, that the original or?
0: No, it was the third.
2: Okay. I so, can't keep up with all these.
0: So the first one came out like in 2000 something or other. That was Kenneth Branagh directed it
2: mm-hmm.
0: with uh, Chris Hemsworth. And then there was Thor The Dark World, which was pretty lame. And then Thor Ragnarok came out during the whole. Phase 3 of Marvel, and I, I, from my perspective, that was the best of the three of them. I thought that was a really good movie. The first one was good, too, but it was too artsy, because Kenneth Branagh, you know how he is, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so what was his Gilderoy Lockhart, right? That was his character in Harry Potter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I, I thought Thor, Thor and Ark sucked. Uh I haven't watched The Rings of Power. I heard it was terrible. I, all these shows that have come out that I would usually watch to look for nuggets of uh wisdom, I've just seen so many reviews turning me off to them.
2: I will I will come in here as one of the few people defending Rings of Power.
3: Defend
2: it. I there's um you know, if it's a Tolkien thing, I'm going to want to pull up and see it. Good, bad, or ugly. It's not a token. And
0: it's a token adjacent thing. It's fan fiction.
2: I know, I know, but we're still talking that world. So it's all still that world. Oh, I have been watching House of Dragons. I forgot about that. And I'm loving me House of Dragons too. Yeah.
0: And but I rewatch, you, know, you know, all seasons of Rick and Morty every two weeks. So
3: I know of course. <laughs> <laughs> you've <laughs> got, got
0: a rick and morty shirt on
2: of course rick and morty forever that's cute the um the tolkien one though is in you know i'm still waiting on that bene jezer at sisterhood by the way but yeah, um that's coming up i know oh
0: oh yeah go ahead go ahead finish your no thought.
2: carry on no well, i forgot just wait that go on the rings okay yeah. write it down jerry so you don't lose it. the rings um i heard that it was bad and then one person i think it was solaris said she enjoyed it and so i just want to see it to see it and again maybe be in that headspace of like when i watched uh the gin thing with tilda just something to get away a a break and um when i don't want to read i just basically i'm going to fall asleep right right? and i i want I want something. Yeah. I want something besides my own thoughts. And so I actually, I have to tell you the stuff I'd heard was so terrible, but I've really been enjoying it. And I don't know why I've gotten pulled in. Whereas some of the placement of say, cause this is a Brit, this is a Caucasoid story, right? Mm. It's, it's England. It's a white people well, well, land. Tolkien
0: was. This is Rings of Power is not.
2: Right. I just, I'm just pointing out yeah. that that original story is basically, you know, very British Isles. You know, it's very the yeah, Caucasoid. Yeah. It's very Caucasoid. And so it, it it's just the root truth. I mean, get angry or not. And so I heard a lot of people moaning and groaning that this had, um, veered from that and so I've decided I'm gonna have a look I'm a fan of this franchise anyway even though it's not the franchise it's fan fiction I get it but I gotta say I'm really enjoying it I personally am enjoying it I don't think it's a a masterwork or an opus I'm enjoying it and I will also say I'm enjoying every single pop character there is absolutely all of them the the pop, uh, um
0: guadrial.
2: The the Galadriel is a blonde. Galadriel. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. A joke. Is that actually a trans?
0: No, no. She just acts like a guy.
2: Yeah, she's very butch. But I want to tell you the pop characters are like, I think, some of my favorites. The um the hobbits. I love them. They're not that hobbits. Family. Whatever they are, Arthlates. those the little yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Anyway, I love them. I I love them. And I love um uh, none of none of the placement of Pock people in in this bothered me one bit. One bit. It's different if you're trying to put Pock as uh the queen of any England or the queen of any Scotland or or these historical characters. That's one thing. But this this oh, actually God. was enjoyable. I have no
0: problem with race swap. I have no problem with any of that. I mean, that's
2: yeah. That's, well, I do when you're trying to tell me Anne Boleyn yes. is, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, yeah right, that. right. that's a different thing. Ryan Gosling you know. as Martin Luther King. Right. That kind of stuff. <laughs> we got you know we got to have some clarity here, people. But this, I thought, I thought it was all right, as opposed to other things, you know, where it felt like a little cringy, and this isn't. Even though they did that, I haven't felt cringy in the series at all. I didn't feel like there is any social s- overt, nasty, gross social signaling or no, any of that. So wasn't. they it's kept just... it very DL. It was if it's there, it's very DL. And I didn't pick it, up the, on the
0: it. only wokeness is just that it's all very female censored.
2: Well, that is the truth that, that I mean, that is the truth because the, the characters that would be Frodo and Samwise are right. Female. But, you know, I didn't know they are females, so they're very in the middle females. It's because it was written so, by gay men, so. They're on the spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, you know, I'm enjoying it. But I love the the dra- House of the Dragons as well. I'm a big fan of yep, that whole good. franchise. And it's juicy, and none of the POC placement bothered me either. So it's like, I feel like all that feels like it represents us in a real way, like as far as how I see the world. And it's not, it wasn't, it's just not cringy to me. So I'm a fan of that. What else? I what remember, you have, I a- remember some
0: out? more stuff that I've been watching that I, that I have watched in the past that have new seasons that have come out. Uh, and they're both, two of them are comic book related. Uh, one is Titans on HBO. Which is it's a series. It's a series. The fourth season just came out. It's the. It's basically all the sidekicks from Gotham City got together and became their own superhero group.
2: I'm so in, and you're saying it's good. Oh, it's excellent. Or it's coming out. It's no. It's
0: excellent. It's excellent. There's three seasons on HBO right now. It's excellent. It's it's rated R. It's violent. It's gore. It's dark. It's gory. They swear, Is it
2: anywhere I can find it?
0: On HBO Max.
2: Oh, excellent. Okay.
0: They fuck. Uh, it's it's great. You'll <laughs> love you'll like it. It's dark.
2: And Wait, all right. Tell me the name of it again. Titans. Titans. Okay. I probably would have I think I've seen it and overlooked it. I'll send you to links, to, Don't worry about that. Yeah. The
0: other one that's really good, and also in that same vein's it's dark. It's adult. It's adult. Adult comic stuff, right? Is a show called Pennyworth, which is um, an origin story of Batman's butler Alfred,
2: Alfred Pennyworth. Alfred Pennyworth,
0: when he was in his twenties, in London,
2: learning to be a badass. Learning and all to that? be
0: a badass. Yes, exactly. It's really good. The third season just dropped for that.
2: And where's that? HBO, uh, HBO. These are
0: all HBO Max.
2: Okay. All
0: right. Uh, the third one I wanted to bring up was a show called Warrior that's on HBO Max
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is about the chinese immigrants uh getting into organized crime in gold rush california san francisco
2: ooh that does sound good <laughs>
0: it is really good it's really what good what is that it's called warrior
2: warrior okay ooh i'm loving all this
0: okay um, and finally, the last one I wanted to bring up was his Dark Materials, which is uh, based on the Pullman books, um, the Golden Compass, the Subtle Knife, and his Dark Materials. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent series of books, which I have read. And the third se- the I don't know if it's the third or fourth season, the final season's coming out, I think December 5th, again on HBO Max. Which wraps up the whole story. And to, have you have you seen that show?
2: No. Do you and know I'm the story? Excited. I know I had the books. Have yeah. you read them? Yes, Jerry. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, I said Pullman. Oh, you don't like Pullman. Oh, okay. You're Who welcome. doesn't like Pullman? Uh, Tolkien Study.
2: Oh, interesting. And, and
0: we respect your opinion.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: What, believe me, when I first read those books, I didn't like them either. I felt it was a... Uh, very I felt it was anti it was being anti Christian to be Christian. But when I read him a second time I had a better <sighs> feel for what he was trying going for and I, I totally get it and I, I like the adaptation that HBO did. They did a great job. So uh this new season looks really awesome. And the last one that I have watched that I wanted to bring up was this Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities.
2: Well, Guillermo sits at the table. Yeah, I know so he does. I know he if does. If it's a Guillermo thing, and this is also HBO, huh?
0: No, that's Netflix.
2: This is Netflix. Yeah. Okay, Cabinet of Curiosities from Guillermo?
0: Yeah, it's like a modern-day um, Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, but horror. So it's shorts? Eight, eight short, they're eight one-hour shows.
2: And they're all out, or are they just in? They're coming out separately. Like no, they're series. all out.
0: They're all out. Curiosities. Okay. Oh, I can't
2: wait to check that out. And uh, you—you got
0: Netflix, right? Your access to it. Yes. Yeah, it's on there. Uh, a bunch of them. I think two—two two that I remember were Lovecraft stories. That ooh, were Lovecraft
2: adapted. and Blackwood. Those are the guys. Yeah.
0: So I think I well I guarantee you'll like that show. the 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 first couple are really good. The last ones, well,
2: aren't so good. Guillermo loves Lovecraft, so I, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. I swear, every one
0: of them has a tentacle monster. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> he sits at the table. Yeah, the witch house
0: <laughs> dream in the dream of the in the witch house was one, and the other one was uh, I can't remember now. The one before that.
2: Hell, yeah, Blackwood is. Black. Is uh the you know so few people talk about Blackwood? There was something I think in the series. Are you reading uh, the the chats? No, we were just talking about Blackwood. I didn't
0: mention Blackwood. I did. Oh,
2: we're talking about Lovecraft. I'm and I because they're they're um they were working at the same time. They're like the that
0: was it. Yes. Sorry, I'm Uh, I'm reading chats and talking, and you're talking. I apologize.
2: No, no, don't. The other Lovecraft cause...
0: story was Pullman's model, or P- Pillman. Pink Pinkman's model,
2: Pink Pinkman. Yeah, where well, Pickman's Pickman. Thank pic- you, Pickman's Pickman, model. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we'll get it together here. <laughs> yes,
0: that's one of the stories, Pickman's model. The second one was uh, Dream in the Witch House, or Dream of the Witch House.
2: In this new show, yes,
0: those are the oh, two excellent. Lovecraft stories. Sorry, oh, go, go ahead. Blackwood. Oh, I'm
2: not. I'm just very excited. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I don't Black know who Lake, Algernon
0: Blackwood is. Uh,
2: so Oh my god, Jerry. You, go, I think go arguably go better than um Lovecraft. I, I wanna say though, the the series um the series that uh what was that series? Oh my god, Buffy, not Buffy, um Sabrina. Right, yeah, dar- I was just thinking dark- about that. The latest one, yeah, that series. Yeah, they have I I enjoy that series because they use all these old characters. So there's a professor, uh, I think it's isn't it Professor Blackwood? Somebody out there is going to correct me, but they it, were he's using the, guy,
0: the headmaster Blackwood,
2: yes, thank you. And so, this is why I enjoyed that, Sabrina. Uh, the latest Sabrina thing is because they tie in all these little references that a lot of people don't know or recognize. And I just thought it was so clever the way they did Sabrina that way. And a lot of people, and even to like down to names like Dorcas and stuff, you know, Dorcas is an old name. It goes back, I don't even know, a thousand years. And people were, I, I, heard some feedback they're like what kind of a name is Dorcas who invented that it's you know like it was so millennial I'm like no this is an ancient name Dorcas is an old school name and um just stuff stuff like that built into that that series is very juicy and and that's what I like about good writers when you've got a depth of uh knowledge in that way Mm -hmm. that you can feed people narrative and it can seem new but for the right people that have have a historical context it's clever uh-huh. so it's it's entertaining for people that have the have historical context and have read a lot or understand all that stuff then a series becomes really clever and it becomes uh nuanced for a different layer now this has always been happening, but it's usually done in entendre with sexual stuff, yes. right? Yeah. And so but when you're when you're looking at good writers for these new shows that have come out, they've mm-hmm. got Hollywood has really arguably got some good writers out there.
3: hmm.
0: But they don't get to make as much don't get to produce as much stuff as the shit writers because the shit writers are cheaper.
2: Right, and they well, and, and they toss around a lot of old stuff too. They keep recycling everything. And too. I'll throw out
0: an example of an excellent writer who has that nuance of historical context and weaves it into his stories. There's two that I can think of. Neil Gaiman is one.
2: Yeah. Oh God, he's a master. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh
0: Watch uh, Good Omens sometime. That that or, or read the book. It's a fantastic book, but. You know the 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 demon's name is Crowley. For Christ's
2: sakes, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he gives it to you.
0: He does. He just lays it out there. Uh, and the Sandman is is amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, and God, I would yeah. argue that uh, J.K. Rowling does it to some degree, but her she doesn't draw on occult stuff as much as ancient ancient occult. She doesn't she doesn't draw on modern occult as much as ancient occult.
2: But she's deeply nuanced, and I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, 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 And
0: her 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 writing is just amazing. I, I, you know, regardless of her flaws, I think she's an excellent writer.
2: Uh, well, she's a good example of
0: that demonization you know, sep- we were talking
2: about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Separate this content out. There's something, you know, the the pearl is the thing. Let leave the clam then if you don't want that clam, but the pearl is the thing.
0: the Hello? I, Yeah. No, no, no. I, I was reading chats and listening to you. I haven't read Anansi Boys yet, but I was thinking about buying it. I just saw a hardcover came out. <clears throat> and uh, the Anansi character is in American Gods, too. I think wasn't Anansi the second, sorry, American Gods was first, and then he wrote the Anansi Boys after that as a as part of the American God's mythos. So yeah, I definitely want to read it.
2: American Gods is so good.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Oh I know. my
2: God. Talk about a psychic work. I mean, that's how I look at it. I think it's a it's very much a very much so however people want to call that now. I know channeled has a bad name, but it feels very psychic. And the way he's giving us the way he unrolls all of that yeah. is is i mean how is it that we're not really doing that now i mean it just feels so right I, now i think he's right on
0: and if you read some of the inf- read his his descriptions about how he came, how the idea came to him he was touring america like driving from state to state when he came up with the idea for it
2: <laughs> and and what an idea well just even look at how he made the the gods i mean the new ones media mm-hmm I mean, come on! Yeah, I mean, these are this is this is visionary stuff. This is really, absolutely visionary stuff. In the same way Philip K. Dick was, and right, and these masters—he's right there. He's earned his place. Yeah, he's he's great,
0: and has refused to come on the show. I might add. Anyway, that's time. Yes. but so, also, oh, I have, go ahead. yes, I want to talk Marianne. about our next show. You, so you finish up.
2: So uh, this is, this is a little bit of shopkeeping in public, but I was thinking, Jerry, even if we don't have a guest on, why can't we just come on and do this?
0: We can. I've brought it up to you a few times.
2: I don't, I don't, I would have never vetoed this. So I must not have heard you clearly, darling. Okay. No. <laughs> Excuse me.
0: You and I had discussed a new show, remember?
2: Right, but Which we, we could might as well do it here, right. That's what I'm yes. Denver. Okay, so that thank you for that clarity. Yes. Because this we sh- we should always keep up our end over here and this is where I started. Yeah. This and, is home base. Yeah.
0: And uh now that more content is coming out, because the <clears throat> scam Dynamic is over more or less. So
3: I know, (laughs) uh, well, we'll have more stuff to
0: talk about. I mean, there's, it's been quite a lull in, in new content. So I mean, but yeah, yeah.
2: there's
0: there's no shortage. I have no talk, no problem with that.
2: So I think that for people out there, you should just come to expect us again on Wednesday nights, whether we have a guest or not. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing because it, I don't schedule Wednesdays ever because I'm always just hoping we have something going on here. So if it's just all Jerry and I, you know, y'all you can take us, right? Yeah. Just Jerry and I chatting. We could bring but Suzanne also, on
0: too because she, we,
2: we love Sue. watch yeah. a ton
0: of the same shit. So she does good yeah. insight into that.
2: We can weave Sue's in and we could even maybe once in a while, well, we could open up lines and see if anyone's bold enough yep. to call in. But we got to get Shell so, back in
0: here. He's got some good shit to talk about, too.
2: Yeah, so I think that we just need to get back on the steady. Can we get back together?
0: Yes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Whatever you want, sister.
2: <clears throat> so, uh, okay, so that. what do you have, Jer? <laughs> in two weeks,
0: on December 7th, the day that we will live in infamy. <laughs> uh, got our good friend Armuro is going to come on and talk ancient history or hidden Ooh, history.
2: That's exciting.
0: Hidden history. What did he tell me? He told me something cool too. He, he just finished his professional handshake with the Moorish Nationals. So he's got a new angle on American history that most folks have not heard, and that's what we're going to talk about.
2: Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. That's going to be juicy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he's, well, he's
0: interesting, and he's he's involved in the hiddenhistory.net, or whatever the hell that website's called, with uh, Flavortown.
2: Oh, you know, I love Flavortown. Town. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think about Flavortown without laughing. <laughs> Alex. Just call him Alex. I know, but he was. Still.
0: He even got a, He was on THC. Alex was on THC. Flavortown was.
2: What? Oh, was he?
0: Yeah. Alex trust Magistus, I think they billed him as.
2: What was his, what was the topic there?
0: Uh, orphan trains, <laughs> hidden history, the same shit that, that he talks about.
2: Yeah, that he always interesting.
0: has. I think he's I didn't... taken over the Hidden History website. Okay. Alex. <laughs> Alex, well... trust Stolen History, the World Fairs and in the Last Reset. That's what his
2: topic was. That, that was his sh- uh, showing with Greg? Yes. And it was good. How long ago is that? Uh, May 13th. Oh, okay. And I dropped the link in our chat. Excellent. Well, this has been really fun. And I am uh, thrilled that we'll be here back in rotation, bringing out the old ghosts, the old, we're the OG now, Jer. OG, what? We're
0: the
2: old gate. Oh, yeah. We're the old guard. (laughs) We're the the original gangsters. (laughs) We, we We were out here. We're not the originals, but we're old enough. And from another time. Yeah,
0: we just had our 50th anniversary in August. This is I our know. sixth year doing this.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, have a heart. It's crazy.
0: Anyway, thank we everyone should... for listening. Yes, we'll be back in two weeks, and we love you. Thank no, you. No, we'll
2: be show. back next week. Jerry Okay, next week. Yeah, it'll just it'll just don't be wa- us. I want
0: to do four shows a week. I got to stop doing so many shows.
2: Well, how many shows are you doing? Four. I mean, but like, what?
0: Yeah, they're not.
2: I mean, come on. They're not
0: as important as this show
2: to me. That's what I'm saying. I so, I think if you're trying to cut something, don't be cutting. Oh, this I know show. what I'm cutting. Okay. Oh, okay. This sounds kinky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's All not, right, it's everyone. Not kinky. Thank you. Jerry. Thank you, everyone. We're listening, and I'm sending out all kinds of uh, beautiful love bouquets. I'm love bombing everybody right now. And thank you, Jerry.
0: Thank you, Nish, And thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.